Uh, hi everyone, this is Chad. I just wanted to read through some dates because for the first time in a long time, I'm going to work in the summer. Please, for the love of Christ, don't make me regret it. I'm going to be in Las Vegas June 9th at Wise Guys. It's a new club. There's just two shows. It's one night. You know, people always go, how come you don't come to, how come you never do Vegas? And it's like, then I do Vegas. No one fucking comes. So how about you, you know, fulfill your end of the agreement? Salt Lake City, Utah, Wise Guys, downtown, June 10th and 11th. I'm going to be with Amber Prescott Preston on both of those uh, both of those dates. Dallas, I'm coming back to the Addison Improv after I had to ditch you guys, July 22nd and 23rd. Omaha, Nebraska, July 28th at the Funny Bone. Kansas City, Missouri, but you can come over from Kansas. Doesn't matter to me. July 29th and 30th at the Kansas City Improv. Levity Live in Oxnard, California, August 4th. Brea, California, August 5th and 6th. And then I'm taking the rest of the summer off. I'll be in Arlington, Virginia in September. Boise, Idaho. Tempe. Denver in October. Tempe's in October too. Philadelphia. Uh, then I go to November. Birmingham. Huntsville. Nashville. New York City. Get a rope. Pittsburgh. Cleveland. December, I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin, Austin, Texas, and then I'm taking a whole bunch of time off. So if you want to see a show, come do it now because I'm getting old, motherfucker. Philadelphia, Atlanta, L.A. What's that song? Steve Miller Band. Yeah, there we go. Um, are any of those within two hours of where I'm at? Nope. Well, then fuck you. Thank you. Uh, if you like this show and you want some bonus things... There is a great pre-show ramble up. There's another thing from Faka Bear. The, the Faka Bear came up with every time Chad has used his sigh voice on the show, which was hard for both Chad and I to listen to, but is arguably one of the funniest things in the world. The whole point is this week, later this week, will be the release of our first official bonus episode on the Patreon. So get signed up. Patreon.com slash MOS podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm super grumpy today. I hope you like the show. Hey, everybody. This is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello. Thanks for coming back. Welcome back. You may notice a little uh, pep in my voice today, and that's because I think I'm going to have to hold it down with a positive attitude today because my partner across from me, he's a little grumpy pants, isn't he? Everyone, it's Cyrus Amundsen. Can't find my headphones. My dog won't start barking, and I want to punt every person I meet into the sun. Hi, Chad. Hey, your dog did start barking. I understand that your head's a little uh, spinning right now. Um, your dog won't stop barking, and I think it's great, and I think you should put him in with the mold while you just pulled out your headphones from. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, I'm also, psyched, I'm psyched seem... to put the mold holsters into, my, into some of my head holes. Well, I mean, just remember where you put your uh, charging bay for your for your wireless headphones but first of all it does appear that you and i have been freaky fridayed mm -hmm. where yep. my crabby pants are in your body mm -hmm. and you're normal hold on i feel like hold on everybody i like country music hello um i think we've been freaky friday all of a sudden i feel like uh beer never broke my heart slaps it does slap <laughs> oh, fuck.
Fuck you. It's the first time you've smiled today. Thank you. Good I'm back. You. I, I got to tell you. beer never broken my get horror Get the fuck out of here. So let me tell you something. Uh, yesterday, I am driving at 75 miles an hour on the interstate because there are cops everywhere. So I put my cruise 75. Okay. I Is have, that the speed limit? Are you on 94 there? It's, it's 70. Okay. But I go 75 because I feel like no one's going to take the time to go to court for five miles per hour over. That's my thought process. Okay, sure. Uh, but there are cops like under every bridge. It was really crazy. And so I have some iced coffee that I didn't want to finish. I, f- I got my tattoo finished yesterday. Oh, interesting. So I've had a half sleeve on my right arm for a long time. And then... Uh, about a month ago, actually three weeks ago, that's important to know that, I did the rest of my right arm down to my wrist, and uh, I went back yesterday to get some more shading and color, or not coloring, but I guess just shading done, mm-hmm. more detail, and he looked at my arm, and he, and he rubbed my arm with his thumb, and he said, you're still scabbing, so this is going to hurt. like a tattoo has never hurt and i said well how bad could it be and he goes dude i'm telling you if you don't want to do it today i'll make room and you can come back when it's healed and i go let's just do it and then um it it felt like i held my arm over a bonfire for two and a half hours (laughs) and he kept branding me and branding me and i just kept thinking father what have i done to you it fucking hurt. A tattoo's never hurt, really, me. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm t- I think it's where I get them. Okay. But my God, did that fucking hurt yesterday. I mean, my jaw is sore from clenching. Mm-hmm. My calves are sore from flexing. Okay. Because he just, it was, it was pretty miserable. So anyways, I'm on my way home. And I have some iced coffee that I didn't finish. But I want to eat some sunflower seeds. And I need a place to spit the shells. So I'm going to throw my sunflower seeds out the window. But I do know if you pour it out, here's what I've learned. If you pour it out your side, it comes back into the car somehow. But Mm -hmm. if you really flick your wrist and send it out the passenger side window, nothing. Ooh, now that's, uh, that is a risky move because not only do you have the distance between your arm and the passenger side window, there's a lot of little sun. That's a risky move. That's a good way to have saliva slathered seeds all over oh, your no. car. No, I'm, I'm throwing out the iced coffee. So I have a place to spit my sunflower seeds. Oh, yep. okay. Yep, so so just liquid. I co- I just Got iced it. coffee. Okay. And it's in one of those Yeti okay. things. Yep. So there's a little bit of ice left. Mm-hmm. And I roll the window down and I fucking fling it. And then realize I have rolled down the back passenger window and I flung coffee and ice against a closed passenger window. And it went everywhere in my car. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I threw it. And I go, that made it for sure. And then I was like, I saw some stuff. I go, what the fuck happened? And then I realized, I look back and my back passenger window's open. And n- oh, the other one just closed no. completely. Yeah. Talk about your all-time backfires. Well, Sucks. can I, you said Yeti, so can I, can I give you an all-time backfire? Absolutely. Uh, the, the company, so I have a mold problem, allegedly, and. Allegedly, yeah. The company, the, one of the companies that's helping deal with it, they're amazing. Their name is Yeti, and 
the guy who runs it is like really great and has a great sense of humor. And I know that because he showed up at my house. Our last week's episode aired on Monday. And I told a story okay. about the gas person being at our house. And With the brush. Yeah. And he showed up Monday to inspect something in my house. And then I looked down and he was just holding while talking to me a fucking hairbrush. And it was. <laughs> and he didn't mention it. He didn't walk in and go, I brought my hairbrush. He just like. He was just walking around with a hairbrush until I noticed. And it was... Yeah, the slow burn. It was so incredibly funny. Side note, I got a message. I got an Instagram message from a guy who was a, a gas man. Okay. And responding to that story. And he said, you following someone around with a hairbrush wouldn't even be in my top 10 of insane <laughs> shit that I've seen. He said, somebody you worked with last year got a call, went out to a house. He went downstairs into the basement and there was just a dude like chained up with clamps on his nipples asking the guy, the gas person, if they wanted a blow job. Oh. Yeah. So he thought he's like, it's like a full on trap. So the thing we joked about where they probably think I'm a fucking psycho. That's a real, that is, that really happened to this person. Yikes. None of this is the point. Well, the point is that the guy with the clamps on his nipples started with a hairbrush in his hand. Correct. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he was like, well, they let me do the hairbrush thing. What happens if they show up and I'm not wearing a shirt? And then, oh, my gosh, they didn't say anything about the shirt. What if I try to blow this guy with steel snapped to my nip nips? <laughs> so this company, the point is this company's great. They've been dealing with my alleged mold problem. Yeah. And... So how it works is uh, they will start unloading boxes and then I will come out to the garage every so often and I have to make decisions. That's never good. No, it's never a good thing. And I, I come out. And, so Jenna, because she's the muscle, she packed all our shit. Okay. She did a pretty good job, but she also did this thing where as she was getting to the end of the packing, she was like, fuck it. So she was just throwing stuff. <laughs> so all our dishes will be in one box. And then there will also be the remote for the fireplace insert in that box. So there's a little like, let's put stuff here. And they're opening boxes and they open a box and like the box tips and a couple things fall out. And... <laughs> I know, you know, we, I know we've, so it rolls. Here's the thing. My sex toy falls out. I own, sure I, does. I own a sex toy and the sex toy falls out. And like an episode of curb your enthusiasm, it like falls out and rolls into the center of the floor in almost a comical way. I thought, so when you said my box tips, I thought you meant it tipped over, but you were talking about what was in the box. Interesting. <laughs> so I kind of want to break down the fourth wall here. We've stopped the show a couple times because your mic gave out, your ear pods gave out, and your dog was barking and you had to bring him upstairs. And you're on the verge of snapping but there's no one there to kill so this is very fun for me i really want to keep poking you to see if i can get you uh canceled to say something really really intense i in the middle of moldageddon to have allegedly 
alleged to have nothing working. I, I, I am, <laughs> I just, I'm a, yeah. I haven't seen you this unraveled in a year. And so this is fun for me because it's not health related unraveling. Yeah. This is just, you're just going straight crazy. Like I go crazy. And so it's fun for me to watch. I'm sorry that misery loves company, but this has been great so far for me. I feel so bad for whoever in my, like there's little things like we, there's two sidewalks. There's two sidewalks. Why walk your dog on the other side of the sidewalk? My, this, this sidewalk is so close to my house. Your dog doesn't need to be in my garden. So whoever does that today with all this shit I have stumbling and bumbling inside of me, I'm going to have yeah. to stay in the basement all day because I'm so, uh, so the sex toy falls out of the box. Uh -huh. So let's go back to there. <laughs> yes, please. Let's the sex toy falls out of the box and rolls into the center of the floor. There are three other people besides me in the garage. And there's a moment where I think everybody's about to go, what's that? And so I immediately go, hey, can you claim a sex toy? I just, I'm not, a, I'm not gonna pretend that this isn't what it is. I let it uh -huh. rip into their credit, all professionals. Everybody's like, yeah, you can claim a sex toy. And I'm like, cool. And so I pick it up and I go throw it away. And you threw it away. Bro, it's, I, I'm not putting a moldy. So here's the thing I'm learning about mold is okay. that once something has been because the mold exposure that I'm dealing with is of no small variety. Sure. Allegedly. allegedly. And it was more that a bunch of stuff was in the place where the mold was. And now. Mm -hmm the little teeny bits of mold you can hardly see that'll grow into more mold you know sure yeah yeah it's it's soup mold so mold doesn't come from nowhere yes. there has to be a spore of mold that you can't see with your human Correctamundo. eye but it will grow in if left untreated will grow into more mold that can create spores and blah 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 but you get it it's like covid but but correctamundo so yeah. then I mean, so it went, it came and went pretty easy and they were all professional enough not to, because I realized after I said it, it doesn't really look like a sex toy. And it almost looks like a really like clunky athletic watch. Like, hey, is that what you use to time your laps? It's. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your sex toy has like a, a like a band. So on here's it? what it is. It looks like batman's mask so imagine that it's like it's it's a first of all i'm not going to imagine it you need to know that and i'm a little disappointed when you picked up the sex toy you didn't go want to see how it works and you just threw it away i understand so the sex toy it look it like it's it looks almost like a black hood that wraps around the head of your fella and it does look like batman's putting his mask on and so here's a question. When Jenna's horny, does she put out the bat signal? So I got it. So we could talk about I'm very I'm very sex positive. Let's talk about it. We got ourselves some toys and the idea is throughout the years and the idea is you use them. You can use them alone, but you can use them together. But right, there is course. no world. We immediately realize there's no world. We're using my toy together because sure. I can't it like. 
I can't not do the Batman voice when it goes on. <laughs> it just goes on and I'm just going, where's the Joker? Where's the Joker? Where's Rachel? Like I'm just doing Christian Bale as Batman and I, I can't stop. This is going to be gross, so I'm sending out a warning. I can't remember what it's called. but Trigger war warning. Oh, yeah. Trigger warning. This is going to be gross, but it would be awesome if Jenna put lipstick down you know where for a sideways smile like the Joker. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Man, so many people are going to stop listening after this episode. She just dyes the hair green. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets really into it, so her, so her privates just blow up a hospital. <laughs> Or she shaves all her pubes and puts a mask on and goes, let the games begin. <laughs> so we haven't used it together uh, because when I put the Bas Batman mask onto my Bruce Wayne, I <laughs> it's not received super well uh, because I can't take anything seriously. But it doesn't matter. It's gone now. Uh, it is in the abyss with many a possession. And there's another one in the mail from Amazon Prime, right? I mean, the, if I get reimbursed, yeah, absolutely, there'll be another one coming. That's one of those things where I don't need to be reimbursed. If I lose something that brings me that much joy and gets me to do a Batman impersonation while I'm having fun, I don't know. I think I probably have... You know when Batman goes into, like, the door moves, whatever, when he moves the book... Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the wall turns and he's got 15 Batman masks. Yes. That's, I'm, I'm surprised you don't have some backups. The moment that goes away, I go upstairs and I just put another one on. Where's Alfred? Where's <laughs> Alfred? <laughs> I mean, knowing how you are with uh, AirPods, sure. it makes sense to me that you don't have any backups. Yeah. It's the same. We use we use sex toys the same way you and I do this podcast, where we're just an hour and a half in, and we're on sex toy number four. And I'm just saying, I'm so sorry. I don't. I swear, I put new batteries in it. I just love that the only rule I really know about your house is you can only bring four batteries in at once. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta have rules. Otherwise, Gotham City runs amok. You know what I think should be a rule? Here's a here's something. And we didn't even plan this, but here's something that's been bugging oh, me a, more than anything. Is this a anything. great unplanned segue? This is a great unplanned segue to uh, something that makes me... It's like comedians. I know it's a funny bit, but my kids brought their homework home and they're in second grade and I couldn't even help them with their math. Fuck off. Is that a funny... What do you mean you can't help a second grader with their math? How are you allowed to have children? How have Child Protective Services not been called? You can't do addition and subtraction and you're a grown-up? Is that a... Get the fuck out of here. That's the thing here. you've heard comedians say? That's the thing that I've heard. You, you, you get to that age where your friends have kids and they don't have anything interesting to say anymore. That is one of the things they say. Like, oh, I tried to help uh, Timmy with his homework. And, whoa, I'm lucky I'm not in school. Yeah, it's been like 40 years. You forgot that shit, man. What are you talking about? Right, but you could recall it if you need to or relearn it. It's not difficult stuff. It's like we've become so dumb is cool. Oh, I hate it. It's it's too much. Like Olivia went to this, um, she went to this senior night where they get awards and everything. And it was pretty cool. Other than it took two hours because 
the podium did i talk about this i don't think so but who cares the podium was on one side of the stage and then all the kids were on the other side of the stage so every time they called a name these kids would have to fucking saunter across a 60 foot stage to get their award and then once they got the award they'd call the next name if you i'm telling you if you watch this video it took two hours if you cut out the walking it would have been 35 minutes and they had one award where it was like uh what do you call it when you when you play all the sports like a three three sport athlete three sport athlete yeah so they have an award for three sport athlete and it's taking forever and it's like what fucking sports are you guys in hurry up how are you not faster are you swimmers oh, yeah. and you don't have any land speed? Move your ass. Even wrestlers can fucking move around with their hands and feet like a monkey fucking flying through the forest. Hurry up. It's too much. There's nothing worse than the pomp and circumstance of the last two weeks of a high school senior's life. Fuck it. The, the, the breakfasts and the award shows and the scholarship ceremonies and the, yeah. that you're like, so many things were like, I have to do all this and then sit through a three-hour graduation? I can't, man. I, I, I know you love yeah. your kid, and I'm so proud of you for doing it, but no way. No way. It, it, it was rough. The only person in that auditorium that had it worse than the parents that were watching were the three kids on the end of one of the aisles that had to keep getting up. They didn't get any awards, and they had to keep getting up for this kid, Alex who's like homecoming king. He's the nicest kid in the world, smartest kid. Homecoming king. How often do you hear this? In marching band, in pep band, uh, he's a mathlete, and he's homecoming king. This dude, he's such I mean, a nice I mean, kid. I, you, he's not a cock sure, about it. He's, he's I, I understand. I just, just to be clear before you move on, you made that sound like it's something special. Chad, in high school, I was kicked off the speech team, not allowed to ride school buses, and somebody nominated me for the homecoming court as a joke and then told me about it to my face. So there's a lot of us out there that are accomplishing yeah, a lot of true. things in high school. Yeah. Well, I beg your pardon. I forgot about how you went through high school like a wrecking ball. I forgot. Correct. I'm sorry about that. But this Alex kid is like off the charts. And so this kid, he should have brought a fucking duffel bag for all of his shit. Sure. He kept walking up there and these three kids kept they had kept standing Put him up. on the end, so man. Make him an end cap. End cap <laughs> Alex. Right. Exactly. But here is my point about this whole senior thing is Olivia, they, one of the awards was the triple star which means you have a 3.9 grade point average or above okay right so okay. she has a she has a 3.98 she's had one a minus and the rest were a's okay on her on her report card and so they they announce it and nobody with the last name starting with a b or c gets this award because they go hey we're doing the triple star which is 3.9 We'll start with Olivia Daniels, and there is an audible gasp in the student section. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Because it's not cool to be smart. So she never told anyone about really? this. And so she goes up there and everyone, there's like, it's there's murmuring. People are like, how did she do that? She's fun and goofy. And, and no one thought fun and goofy kids could also be smart could be smart but that's what i'm saying about hiding intelligence that's what we've done and people walk around like what i don't even know if I, I could help my kid with their second grade homework it's like you could i promise you you could and if you can't give your kid up for adoption i i hate it so much it's 
we say a lot of these things to, you know, when somebody's like, you'll bring up the Kardashians who are a stain on the earth, but they come up in a conversation and another adult will go, I don't even know who that is. You're like, no, go fuck yourself. You know, don't, don't yeah. play intentionally ignorant. I know that's a different part of this, but there's this, it's in, where we're at right now. Let me tell tell me if you think this is correct. It feels like right now there is a celebration of ignorance where people are so happy to be fucking stupid. Yeah. There is a hiding of, of intelligence if you have it. And then there is this big group of people who are so, I call it, uh, Brooksy and I were talking about this last night performative okay. intellect these people who love to get in on a topic and show you how smart they are and there might be whole podcasts about stuff like this and <laughs> i just it, there's there's uh, like i run into somebody you know who lives in downtown minneapolis and is telling me all about fucking you know rifles and elk meat and i'm like where did you grow up have you been hunting like, and I, I, don't, I don't hunt, but I do know my dad and brother have shot real elk. There's just this like performative, I know things about things. I'm, let me show you. I'm, I don't know. I don't even know what sort of old man rant I'm on. Oh, if we want to keep having our show, we have to be careful not to let me talk about what I believe is the war on education and intelligence in our society. Cause I'll become real unlikable. You fucked up by passing the torch to me just now because Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is this, is everyone has the answers because they're on the telephone. Yes. Right? Everyone has the answers, but no one knows why. It's the answer. Yeah. I Believe me, I fought, I raged against the show your work machine as a child. Sure, sure, I was like, I have the answer. Don't make me show my work. It's right fucking here. The answer is 15x. Don't make me show my work. I got the answer. But now in a society where people can hold up their phone and go, there's the answer right here. And you're like, how come? You're like, I don't know. It's on my phone. Someone sent it to me. I want you to show your work because I can't have you thinking you're smart because you have the answer when you don't know why it's the fucking answer. That's like it's. Did you watch The Good Place? Yes. It's, It's like if you have a Janet. You're not smart because you have a Janet. You're, and that's what a phone is. It's a Janet. You're not. Right. I, you get in an argument with somebody about something really unimportant. Like I had a conversation with somebody down here and I don't know shit about shit when it comes to. <laughs> oh, you sounded like Ruth from Ozark. I don't know shit about fuck. Now, listen to me. I don't know dick about twat, Chad. But I, I know when I, when I first moved onto this lake, and I was talking to now there's some people on this lake who really know their shit about lakes. Sure. And there's some people who clearly have never have no functional understanding of how a lake, water, shoreline, any of that shit works. And uh-huh. it's this, but they'll talk about it like, here's your aunt. I, I don't, yeah. Again, let's what else do you want to talk about? Because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm already I'm already in a bad mood. Oh, I know. That's why I keep forcing you to do this. And then the other side of it is this fucking thing where I don't give a shit what your political side is. I don't give a shit where you come from. This we've talked about this before, but giving me if I'm saying a thing 
like I go, hey, man, the uh, let's talk. Let's use lakes as an example. Hey, man, okay. the lake is muddy. And then you go, yeah, but the river is the river is muddy. You're like, well, I don't fucking care because the river doesn't flow into the lake. It's a different river. I'm, I'm not talking about the river and I'm talking about the lake. And everybody in our society, we can't talk. I don't give a shit how small of a thing it is or how big it is. You can't make a point with some about something without someone else trying to reduce your point by making a comparative point about something else that honestly, even though it's connected, doesn't have to be connected. Every, every conversation that you are in with anyone who's not one of your closest friends features comparative analysis that's fucking pointless how about we talk about the muddy lake and then when we're done that let's talk about the muddy river and there's valid points about both of them but quit trying to fucking flow your river into my lake bitch but don't you think that the muddy river could have something to do with the topography that the the, the reason the lake is muddy I'm fucking <laughs> oh shit i have <laughs> Poking the bear is now, very now, fun. Now this maybe episode... somebody owes us a couple thousand dollars and now they work for somebody I don't respect. Maybe that's another thing that's going on inside my brain. Maybe, maybe oh. we are out a bunch of money because somebody allegedly has money that's ours and then they went to work for one of these people who creates divisive arguments in society. So maybe I'm on a fucking thin straight. You want to talk about the Joker? Jenna's going to come home. I'm going to be Batman <laughs> dick with a Joker face. I'm losing it. <laughs> Yeah, you are. And I got to tell you, it's fun to watch you unravel uh, and not and the not worst episode we've done way. in five years. Yeah. I, listen, not for me. For me, it's very entertaining because no it's like fun this. to get to see the reflective side of, of myself. Now, I'm when we were talking about it, you're charming when you're upset. Oh, and please. I'm I'm Travis Tritt riding Toby Keith's shoulder, spitting chaw onto the sidewalk. That's how little charm no, 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 I no. have when I'm upset. Please, please keep telling me more about how I'm charming. Let, um, well, let me, let me, do you remember the episode? Okay. Go ahead. No, you, I have, I wanted, do you remember the episode of Friends? I'm going to keep talking. Do you remember the episode of Friends where Joey can only afford one encyclopedia? Yes. And so he tries to get them to talk about yes. other things yeah. uh, that start with that letter? Yep. That's exactly what we're talking about, where people, when you're talking about like this, this uh, performative intelligence, mm -hmm. Um, but when they did it on Friends, goddamn, that's a funny episode. If you haven't seen it, and, and let me tell you something, I am an insufferable know-it-all. But yeah, I'll t so you and I have known each other forever, and we're usually on the same page about a lot of stuff. But we talk about a lot of things. The house I was raised in was filled with lunatics, and every everyone sure. in my home is a know-it-all. Greg is a top five. Greg is a know-it-all Hall of Famer. My sister Janine invented being a know-it-all. Like, my dad's a know-it-all, my mom's a know-it-all, and we, we all handle it different. It all comes out different. But when you have that many siblings and your parents are really smart, if you want to have an argument about something and you don't yeah. come correct, like, you're not ready to go. You get fucking humiliated. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it's like five people talking about you and above you will you just sit there and go okay i guess i was wrong about this one yeah we, we, yeah. we had i, I didn't we, know i didn't know brian regan was in your family that was a surprise to me <laughs> i don't know what do you know about lakes and rivers <laughs> 
Olivia right now is debating in school. So they're debating taxes and they're debating, uh, they're going to debate abortion and they're going to debate all this stuff. And she Fine. comes, I know, and she comes home and she goes, oh my God, everyone thinks I'm mean, but I'm just debating. No one in my school knows how to debate because they don't must not debate at home. And she goes, I can't believe families get along so well that they make each other horrible debaters. <laughs> Because that's all we do is argue about shit in a, in a nice way. But I also want to tell you... Be before um, you tell me that, I have to say something out loud or I'll forget okay. it. A lot of messages have come in about why we don't have the shark abortion shirts out. And let me, let me oh. tell you why. Because the moment after we came up with that idea, it reared its head as the most forward-facing, <laughs> divisive topic on the planet Earth. And Chad and I were like, maybe our little shark abortion bit should take a hiatus well everybody's so angry <laughs> yeah that's true uh that was perfect timing i would like to remind you that if your mom and dad are know-it-alls then your sister janine couldn't have invented being a know-it-all because it already was happening with your mom and dad well different I hate to be a different, I hate to be a know -it -all. Different, different dads and i don't need you to be the point is the point is i want to change topics <laughs> Let me tell you about what happened yesterday. So my uncle Craig okay. is down here with my dad. Okay. And he uh, he's in this thing called this big thing. It's called the great race. I believe that's what it's called. I'll have to Justin look it up. It's called the great race. It's a car race. It's been happening forever and ever and ever. It's from the East coast this year. It's going from the East coast to Fargo and it's for cars. It has to be 1975 or older. Okay. And you it's you and a navigator so one person drives the other person navigates no gps's no maps you get this packet oh. and it's not about the first person to finish they give you all these instructions and they decide a time so you there's like sections you drive it's like the tour de france okay you drive a a distance each day and they okay. pre-decide we think it should take blankety blank amount of time for you to drive from here to here but they don't tell you that time they just give you oh. this just packet of information with directions and you calibrate how much your how long it takes your car to speed up and slow down. And there's a whole bunch of math involved. So there's a driver and a navigator and they go across the country and it's it looks really cool. It's something that I think you and I could do if we wanted to end our friendship. <laughs> yeah, if this if this episode doesn't do it, let's try the race. Let's, let's do the race. And so <laughs> we uh, he's the point is that has nothing to do with anything. He's down here. And he and my dad are out on our out on my deck and I'm working. So I'm working on a new selfish plug, a new project that okay. will probably never get off the ground. Uh, but it's mm -hmm. good attitude. Thank good you. Positive. attitude. It's like a, it's like a sports time suck for our listeners. They'll know what that means. Sure. And I'm doing it with our friend Blake Wexler. And so I'm yeah, there's a. So the guy who did, by the way, the guy who did all those cool audio tracks that are on our Patreon, we talked about him. His, yeah. We thought his name was Matthew Faka. Yeah. It's I talked to him. His name is Matthew Faka. Faka, not Faka. And I let him know Faka. it'll never be okay. Faka to us. You're the Faka bear. And so, yeah. Faka, 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 Faka. so I'm talking to Faka bear about how to put together 
like an intro to the show and I want to use a bunch of audio clips, like famous, okay. famous moments in sports history, like ridiculous moments. We will see you tomorrow night. That sort of stuff. And so yeah. I have to go find all the audio clips. So it's the middle of the day. My dad and my uncle Craig are napping on my porch and I start watching these and there are these there's a video that's set to theatrical Disney music. And I I like sports. I think we both like sports. But having worked in sports, I don't care about sports like I used to. I, like there's so yeah. much more in life that I give a million sure. times more shits about than sports. So I, I wasn't prepared for this. But I start watching these like iconic, like, and it's a home run and the Blue Jays have won the World Series. And underneath yeah. it is this like, this like really music. And it goes, uh, do you believe in miracles? And I'm two clips in and all of a sudden I'm like, why is my shirt wet? I am. <laughs> I am crying so hard. <laughs> that I have to sit down and I can't, I don't know what happened. The video stopped and I couldn't stop. I'm just in here. I started watching other videos. I'm like, why am I still crying? I walked out on the, the patio, just like wiping tears out of my face. I think they thought Kevin died. Like there was no way. Are you talking about- Stop it. Free from, free from, Kevin's not dead. So yeah, I turned into a puddle of goo. And then here's the crazy thing. After it all ended, I calmed back down later that evening. I was like, you know what? That was such a nice release. I watched another one. And so now I think my shit is just watching epic moments set to music on YouTube and crying. I'm not going to run from it. Chad, I'm going to run to it, I've decided. Yeah, you should just fast forward to the end of Field of Dreams and then get rid of all your tears. Uh, I mean, I don't, I've seen that a minute. I'm, it's different. It's different when you watch these videos. Take the sports out of it. In every single one of these videos, you hear 50 to 100,000 people, depending on if it's baseball, football, soccer, whatever. Sure. You hear 50 to 100,000 people together experience like the height of joy and yeah. just the noise from the crowd set yeah. to these announcers who are so good at doing what they do it yeah. oh it's so yeah this is my new thing i just fucking hop on youtube like fuck let it rip let it cry the other <laughs> there's a lot of weird shit if you want to cry on youtube there's a lot of weird shit there that that could get you but this is my current one and i'm not i've decided i'm gonna lean into it i'm gonna let it happen I picture you watching a video screen that your uncle and dad can't see and they walk in and just hear Disney music and you're crying and they're like, uh, what's happening in here? And you just in a Batman voice go, my sex toy's broken. <laughs> hey, speaking of things that I thought were great and speaking of our friend Brooks. Oh, let, let me let me roll all this. Into, I saw your episode of the funniest person contest. Okay. So for context sake, uh, the club we are from, Acme Comedy Club, our home club, yep. has this contest every year called the funniest person in the Twin Cities. 
And in order to do it, you can never have done professional stand-up comedy before. You could never have received a paycheck for comedy. And it is a place that a lot of us, a lot of people you've heard on this show, Tim Harmston won it. Uh, Mary Mack did the contest. You know, Mm -hmm. Brian Miller, Nate Abshire, on and on and on and on. A lot of us came up doing that contest. I got... Greg Coleman. Greg Coleman, yep. I got fucking humiliated in in it twice in a row. I I got humiliated (laughs) by Ben Sandell in the first round, a friend of ours, but I still got through on my score. And then I got re-humiliated by him in the second round, and and then he won. So, but I saw your episode... It's really good. Uh, and, and then our friend, I was talking to our friend Brooks because Brian Miller hosts it, the person who hosts this show. And he yep. was telling me how great Brooks's was, and I can't wait to see Brooks's. But I'm all over the map today. Before I ask you about your funniest person thing, because I had some questions. Yeah. So Brooks, our friend Brooks Robinson, who's one of the funniest people to have walketh this earth, Mm-hmm. he i beat him in a contest yeah i mean uh, allegedly i mean i there, nice. votes speak there's himself. a lot of questions about how those votes were tallied nobody has any questions the i have so many questions the brooks got into recently playing pinball and then okay. he got really good at it and then he qualified for the state tournament and then he did <laughs> well in the state tournament i watched the live stream Dream. And so here's my question for you. Can we as a podcast become the official sponsor of a semi pro pinball player? Can this can we have can there be a middle of can we sponsor can we pay his tournament entry fees? Spoiler alert. It's not very much money. Can we pay his tournament entry fees and have an official middle of somewhere pinball team? Yeah, and can I answer this the only way I know how? And it is this, that a semi-professional pinball player is really the only thing this podcast could sponsor. Correct. Yeah. I'm all in on it. We'll give updates. I I want nothing more than that. But you, so you, you started, you did the contest in Minneapolis. And then I did. you, you worked with both. I didn't know this. It was it was fun for me because there were a couple things in there that I didn't know. I didn't realize mm-hmm. your first because is Acme the first place you did stand up? The contest is right. Yeah. So and that's similar for me. I had done a few sets, but then I did the contest, and they were all at Acme. Well, the the contest is the first time I performed at Acme. Okay, and it was yes. and the headliner was Hedberg. Yep. And then you went up to Fargo for your first grand forks grand forks excuse me for your first time up there at the westward ho and it was hedberg again yeah so the first time at the contest we we didn't even speak hedberg and i didn't speak i just know that i came out of the green room and it was back when the bar was different it was a horseshoe bar so if you took a left out of the little atrium where the green room is you would run right into the bar now you'll walk adjacent to it but you would run right into the bar. And there was this guy sitting there in like white bell-bottom pants and shiny boots and a button-up shirt that wasn't buttoned up all the way with long hair. And I'm like, who is this motherfucker? And then he got on stage and we were all crying. So the next day we were hungover, went to Denny's on the U of M campus, and uh, we were just doing his bits. Couldn't remember his name, but we were just doing all his bits that absolutely killed us. And then... 
you know, then you'd hear, I went with a buddy of mine, Regan, we worked at uh, Stub and Herbs on the U of M campus. Sure. And anytime we'd hear somebody say like, I used to do drugs, we'd both chime in with, I still do, but I used to too, like that kind of shit. Yeah. But we still didn't know who the guy was. Interesting. And, and then when I went to Grand Forks, he was the first, and then I kind of knew who he was through all of the hype. And he went to Grand Forks and it was my audition week. So I got to audition with Mitch Hedberg and uh, something kind of cool the blue sunglasses that he was known for later in his career, he picked up at a truck stop on the way from Minneapolis to Grand Forks that week. Oh, man. So this was really like his origin story of becoming, you know, the Mitch Hedberg that everybody knows. <sighs> yes, that's so great. Yeah, I got to just sit back and watch a legend become a legend. It was pretty neat. And then in my six months I was there, he came back. I worked with him two more times in that six months because people just obviously loved him. You know, I used to love hosting that contest so much because once you finally get hired at Acme, so it runs in the summertime, it's starting pretty soon. And so when you're the host, they would do shows Tuesday through Saturday and they wouldn't do it on the Friday early and Saturday early shows, but they would do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on the late shows. And if you were performing, like if you perform, you get 20 free tickets. So the shows are always usually filled with these people who are trying comedy for the first time. And yeah. so then the crowd is really divided because they want to root for their person and not. And I just the beauty of people trying for the first time and it might be the greatest thing ever and it might be the craziest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then I would every once in a while I would sneak into the contest when I was okay. uh, an, a paid person at Acme. Our friend David Huntsberger was, uh, he was headlining a week and I was just sitting in the green room with him before the show doing a, a character who kept just talking about the weather, but never <laughs> finishing his thoughts about the weather. And he convinced me <laughs> to go up on stage and do that as the final contestant. And it was one of these nights where normally if you get one good contestant, it's a good night. Right. This is one of these nights where there were three three contestants and they were all really good. And then they oh, introduced nice. me with whatever dumbass name I came up with. And I walk out and I've committed to doing this thing where I'm gonna half talk about the weather for an entire set. And I have not <laughs> experienced silence like that many times, not just in my career, in my adult life with the exception <laughs> of David Huntsberger cackling in the back like he's the Joker to keep the theme going here. It was, I just, the contest was so fucking fun to host and to, to be in. I'm just glad that this happened before your sex toy because if somebody cackles like the Joker around you now, I would assume it's like Pavlovian uh, a woman Bomer, that's boner, a uh, Bomer, yeah, Matt Bomer. Oh, Matt Bomer is such an attractive man. The point is, yes, Pavlo Pavlovian boner. Uh huh. Wow. Good guys. One. Why don't we not end the show on that? Why don't I tell people, uh, hey, if you're in Minneapolis, dude, go do that contest. Holy shit, it's the that's the most fun. I, it's starting pretty soon, right? And it's got to be starting here in June. I think so. It normally starts in the you summer. You can go right? on. You got to see that podcast. I can't wait for Brooke's episode. But if you're if you're somebody who likes comedy origin stories and stuff like that, Acme on their YouTube page, they did a really great job. You can see Chatty Daddy's episode. And then a lot of our guests are on there. You can see, see our, yeah. their episodes. And then 
dude, sign up for the contest if you live in Minneapolis. It's the most fun. Or drive to it. Like, you, uh, listen, you just have, you can't have been paid to do stand-up. Those are the only rules. You could either have never done it, done some open mics, Maynard. So make the drive and do the thing. And if you get invited back, you have to come back. But that's kind of a fun part, too. Ah, so much, so much fun. I don't know if there has been a less coherent episode of this show, but we got, we got through it, man. Yeah. And you know, ba Bailey, who I used to people... work at Acme just said, tell people not to run the red light. That's, that's yeah, the only that's... thing that's important about the contest. You could have the set of your life. And if you go three seconds over, you're out, you're disqualified. You're disqualified. Yeah. So you, you have to really hustle it up. That's for sure. But I know that this, like you said, this episode has been a little, uh, all over the place and whatever. I, I got some good laughs from it, poking the bear. And I just wanted to remind the listeners that I'm Batman. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.